Hi guys, welcome back to Psyched Combos on Psychology, Relationships and Personal Growth. Uh, today we're doing a little bit of a bonus episode and that is because of the current uh, world right now. Obviously, a majority of us are at least somewhat affected by the coronavirus and um, not even just the virus itself, but you know the implications and the effects of that. So we wanted to put out a little episode about that and around kind of what you might be feeling right now, what we can, how we're feeling right now and ways to kind of help you through this time, how to cope and um, what we can do about it. Yeah. And I, I want to just say, I, I really think, I guess if you're a human being, you're affected <laughs> yes. because it really is the whole world. So it's yeah. kind of unique in that way that all of us are affected in some way, shape or form Yeah, uh, in different ways, but, all of it due to the actual, the um, virus. So, itself, yeah. mm -hmm. so it's kind of a universal experience here. <laughs> yeah, which is something very unique. I don't think I've really experienced that in my lifetime before. So right. even though obviously it's not an ideal situation, um, right. it is kind of, at least it's there, you know, there's always the silver lining. So I think right. this hopefully we'll have some good come from it um, when it's well, all over. And I, and what I was thinking is, you know, we went through 9-11. Um, that was just and, in the U.S. Right, right. I mean, it still was other places as well, but, yeah, but yeah. definitely more related to, whereas this is really a, such a global thing. So exactly. I think that it's unique in that way. Right. Yeah. So we'll just go ahead and dive right in. So people probably right now, a lot of you are probably feeling a lot of emotions around fear and anxiety. You're probably feeling bored if you're not, if you're used to um, most, like most people leaving their house at some point during the day. Um, <laughs> you might be getting angry about that too. Like I think a lot of people might be feeling angry that, you know, they're not able to leave their houses or even anger for people who maybe aren't taking it this as, as seriously as others. And it could be, that could be affecting a lot of the results yep. of what's happening too. Absolutely. <laughs> And I'm sure a lot of people are feeling like isolation and disconnection and loneliness at this time too. Yeah. Yeah. I think absolutely. There's, there's a whole host of feelings that I think um, could be going on for a lot of you. And, um, and some, even some possibly like uh, positive ones, which is, mm -hmm. you know, I, I know that uh, things seem more calm. At least that's what I've, been experiencing the streets there's not a lot of traffic um mm -hmm. you know things are at, at all activities have stopped so there's not this this rushing and so maybe a sense of calm right uh so kind of a mixture of a lot of things mm -hmm. another thing i think we're you know you may be experiencing experiencing uh because there isn't a lot of activity going on is there's a lot of a lot more time so people might be more reflective of what's mm -hmm. going on in their life aside from what's happening right now, but just in general, because a lot of times we cover our thoughts about things up with our busyness, uh, but now we're not that busy. So certain things might be coming to the surface that we have struggled with, but have been able to like push aside because we're our focus. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. so some of these things might be coming up for you as well um, that you weren't really focused on before. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. And I think that's a big thing. Like people, when they say that they're feeling loneliness or disconnection, it's not necessarily because we aren't able to connect with people in the physical sense anymore. I think a lot of that loneliness is more because like you said, we're, we're not able, we're not as busy and things mm -hmm. aren't how we, we don't have those same distractions around us as we're used to having in our everyday lives. And so I think this feeling of loneliness is probably one of those feelings that's coming up a lot more. And it's not because we actually are not connected with people. It's because we are so used to distracting ourselves and not having those negative feelings and pushing down those negative feelings. Right, right. I think our busyness has a tendency to disconnect ourselves from ourselves. Yeah. So now we no yeah. longer have that busyness. Um, Another thing I think too is just a general sense of a loss of freedom or kind of independence. We can go anywhere we want to go, you know, so feeling oppressed mm -hmm. in a sense, you know, like we're, we're being told what to do because of the mandates from the government and having, you know, stay, ha having the social distancing or practicing social distancing. So, right. I mean, yeah. I've heard, I um, was talking to someone the other day and they were saying like, it's almost like we're in prison. And obviously right. we have more rights than prisoners do, but you know, there's so much that was taken away. And like you said, loss, a lot of loss of freedom and those feelings of oppression. And I think it, yeah, like it definitely can feel like that sometimes like you're in a prison. Right. Right. So, and I know, um, you were saying, you know, because of these, these are all like losses. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know you wanted to, you know, relate this to, a topic we had a couple episodes ago, but about that we're really all experiencing a sense of grief yes. from these losses. Um, so, and as, as we shared in that podcast, um, grief is composed of a lot of different emotions. It's just not that one emotion. So, right. yeah. And I think a lot of people don't, didn't like grief is not the first thing that comes to their mind when they're thinking right. about how they're feeling. But now that we have described that it's a lot of loss, we're experiencing all this loss, and that's exactly what grief is, it's that experience of loss. And so I think naming that and having people realize that that's what they're going through can be pretty helpful. Right, right. Yeah. And you can go back and listen to the grief episode <laughs> where we talk more about how to cope with grief. So exactly. that could, might be helpful at this time right now too. Right. So Nicole, what have, what do you, what have you been feeling? So personally, um, I've actually been feeling okay. I'm not one to get extremely anxious and nervous. I tend to be more on the positive side. I like to see the silver lining of things. I like to see, like look for the positive in situations. And so, um, yeah, right now I know that people are feeling like a lot of times maybe fear and anxiety, but like we did talk about, this is happening to everyone and this has never been, I've never experienced anything like this before. And it is kind of cool to see that like everyone in the entire world is going through the same thing. And I think it really can connect us and bring a lot of us to um, realize that we're all coming from the same place and we all can feel the same things and we all can experience the same things. And I think that's actually something that I've been thinking about a lot lately and realizing that like everyone's affected by this is really cool to me to see how we can all kind of come together. And I think I'm hoping that a lot of positivity comes out of it. Um, 
also I know like this is just kind of a fun fact like I think my a lot of people might know this already but like in Venice um they're finally they've seen dolphins and swans in the canals again and they haven't seen that in over like 50 years so it's like the environment might be getting better so <laughs> there is some positivity I think to this and that's kind of where I tend to focus um mm-hmm. but also I actually just got laid off a couple days ago because of the coronavirus. So I'm definitely in that boat of being affected tremendously by that. So now have no full-time job or no normal stream of income like I'm used to. So definitely it's a little nerve wracking, but again, I think this is such a weird time and this isn't like a normal layoff in a normal situation. So I'm trying to look on the other side of things again as well. Like what opportunity can I take with this? Like, Oh, now I'm don't have to focus on my full-time job anymore. And now I can focus on all these other things that I want to try and do. And, and also, like you said, of being a lot more reflective and thinking about my own personal growth and, and, you know, seeing what's out there, seeing what opportunities are out there. Cause I'm not expecting to get, um, a similar type of job that I had previously right now, just because I don't think a lot of people are hiring. <laughs> I don't know how easy it is to get a job right now because everyone's doing virtual um, and remote work. So kind of just, you know, even though it's a little bit scary, um, it's still, I like to see it as it's kind of exciting as well and seeing what types of opportunities are out there. Cool. But how are you <laughs> dealing with this? <laughs> yeah, so I guess I have a mixed vote. Um, uh, definitely feeling um, concerned, um, un- you know, having a sense of instability, not necessarily, you, you know, of course, work-wise, um, you know, I am able to do work from home. I am able to do uh, video sessions with clients. Uh, but it's not the same and it's, you know, it's still a question of how long is that going to be able, you know, will people continue wanting to go to counseling? Although I think for a lot of people that has been the main topic of conversation, uh, and how to deal with it. But, um, I, uh, so it is, it's, it's destabilizing, uh, for me, um, I really am working hard to keep a grounded slash balanced perspective, you know, not going to the extreme of, of panic, um, nor the extreme of, you know, oh, it's no big deal. Because I think yes. that's, you know, I always, I think middle of the road is, is definitely a good thing. I I am, you know, I don't like to focus a lot on news, so I'm I'm refraining from watching a ton of that, but I am trying to, you know, keep myself updated with, uh, what I need to do, um, professionally and personally. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely feeling, uh, some isolation, um, and yet kind of like, yeah, feeling sort of a sense of calm and Mm -hmm. just peacefulness, just kind of because everything seems, quieter just it's just a strain a little a little bit sometimes on the eerie side but then also on the kind of cool side (laughs) you know uh so it's a strange mix it really is I I think it's it's you know it's trying to you have all these different emotions and trying, you know, and none of them are right or wrong. It's just what they are. And you're, and, but, but because there's so many, sometimes that can almost, you know, be very overwhelming. 
overwhelming. So yeah, just trying to take one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. Well, things yeah. are changing so fast. So it's like, that's all you can really do, I think. And try to, I mean, I don't want to say try to keep a positive outlook. Cause I know that's maybe not like every, like you said, every emotion is valid. Um, whatever you're feeling is totally fine. But obviously I'm on the side of if we're going to have to go through it and deal with it, might as well be happy while doing it and trying to like think positively about things instead of moping around and, you know, being angry or being like so upset all the time. Well, it's truly about how we approach what happens. So mm-hmm. if we're, you know, we, we can control only what we can control. The one thing we really can control is how we approach what's happening, happening mm-hmm. to us, not what is happening on the outside. You know, we might have a little bit of control out there, but ultimately there's no guarantees. So the main thing we have uh, control over is how we take this in and how we let it affect us. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So now that we've kind of talked on how we're both feeling we were going to talk about how you can cope with some of probably the main things people are feeling right now. So like we touched on earlier, there's probably a lot of anxiety and fear, loneliness, isolation, things like that. Um, So we're going to talk about how you can cope with these feelings in a more productive, better way. Yeah. So one of the things I think, and of of course, I know (laughs) the day or two after uh, the president announced that we're in a pandemic, I think there was a lot of this. There was this panic and fear mm-hmm. because obviously people ran to the stores and bought toilet paper. Ridiculous. <laughs> Don't know why the toilet paper, <laughs> but also other things, you know, cleaning products, bread, whatever, uh, empty shelves everywhere. Yeah. So, <laughs> so people really obviously reacted with panic and, um, you know, and so I would say that would be, you know, they probably had a tendency to catastrophize, thinking the worst case scenario were, you know, everything's going to shut down, all that. Um, so that would be also a case of this black and white thinking, thinking that everything's the worst, you know, if it's mm-hmm. not everything okay and the virus is gone, now it's the it's the worst. So I think we have to be very um, aware of realizing that we're doing that because mm-hmm. nothing in life really is usually for like 99.9% of the time, right. um, this black and white. Uh, mm-hmm. so really having a perspective of, you know, we have, we know what's happening today. We don't know the future and we have to, you know, live reasonably, take reasonable precautions, you know, listen, like I said, listen to what we need to do to protect ourselves, but not inundate ourselves with, you know, negativity and, and thinking the worst. So right. having that middle, middle of the road approach. Right. And I think that goes to, to what you said about how, what you're doing, which is minimizing how much news you're consuming. And like you said, this is something that we all should be doing because it really isn't healthy to be completely consumed and constantly watching the news. And obviously it's important to get updates for what you should be doing personally and professionally, like you said, but it really is, can be detrimental and like make us feel 
10 times worse about what's going on if we're constantly right. watching the news. Well, and I, like I've heard that some people, and they've been harmed by this, have been trying to make their own disinfectant from maybe some YouTube channel or something uh -huh. like that. And, and they're really, they're hurting themselves, you know, uh -huh. like because they're creating poisonous stuff or whatever. So, right. you know, that would be uh, like a, in a panic mode. Oh, we got to mm -hmm. figure this stuff out. And so that's where, you know, that can really be harmful. So we have to really try to ground ground ourselves and pull ourselves back from that uh, panic mode. Right. And you don't want this to take over your whole life. You know, like this should be something that you're up to date with and, you know, aware of, but, you know, use this time not just being consumed by the news and what's going on. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, so the, you know, washing your hands, of course, minimizing your contact with big groups, the, mm -hmm. the social distancing, those are all the things we do need to <clears throat> be focused on. Um, but like, let's say you're, you're experiencing kind of panic. You know, there's definitely steps you can take, um, and some of them are the more specific types of exercises to practice in order to bring your heart rate down and kind of come to a sense of calm. So for example, um, and these are all things you can, these are things you can look up online and um, they can explain in detail uh, how to apply them. But so for example, deep belly breathing. So what that means is really deep uh, breathing from the lower belly instead of up in the chest. Uh, because if you breathe up in the chest, it restricts, you know, and brings tension there. Uh, which will continue the the feelings of panic. But if you practice on breathing from your lower belly, you're actually activating the parasympathetic nervous system, mm -hmm. uh, which which will calm you down. Right. So so that's something to you know you can um, experience experiment with. Uh, another exercise you can try to learn to apply is something called pro progressive muscle relaxation. It's basically starting with um, the lower extremities and tightening up different muscle groups, uh, holding them tight for several seconds, and then releasing them. And you can experience a sense of relaxation. Um, again, uh, something that you could probably look up online as well. Um, and I think, obviously, most Therapists, counselors are utilizing now telehealth um, in Illinois. They've allowed us to um, utilize that without any restrictions in terms of um, insurance and all that. So mm -hmm. uh, video, video sessions, um, you know, can be helpful, at least give you access if you're really struggling. Right. Uh, so, and then there's, you know, one of the things that can help us uh, kind of pull away from particular thoughts is to really bring your focus to your five senses. So, because that's really what's happening in the present moment. So mm -hmm. if you can really bring your focus to like soothing sounds, you know, if you, now we have phone apps and everything that <laughs> access yeah. that we can access. So, or even walking outside and listening to the sounds that you hear outside. So just bringing your focus to something like that or the smells that you smell you know, whether that's some cooking or outdoor nature smells or um, a good smelling essential oil, that kind of thing. Um, you know, visually, you know, taking in what you're seeing. If you're looking at um, 
again, I always bring up nature. That's something that's very soothing for me. Um, but really visualing in, taking in what you're, what you're looking at. Uh, also touch, you know, so things that are soothing to the touch can help you know, bring your focus to a present, a present moment. So Mm -hmm. those are some different things. Um, And then uh, lastly, you can um, utilize like um, visualization. So sometimes kind of just imagining where that safe place is, imagining or, or maybe a beautiful place that you'd like to go, but just kind of really taking in, you know, what, imagine what do you, um, the five senses you would feel in that location, location. Mm-hmm. you know, so the, the, the smell, the, the breeze on your skin, the, you know, all that, if you're imagining yourself being there, that can help, um, calm, calm your, um, how you're feeling as well. Right. I also want to bring up something that you touched on a little bit earlier about the, um, the social distancing thing that we're all experiencing. I think, with those feelings of loneliness and isolation, a lot of people, and I'm sure most people are already doing this, but if not, um, try to set up video sessions with friends or family members, or um, if you live alone, like maybe reach out to one really close friend or family member and just see if you can be like, hey, can we just like set a time each day to just check in, even just like a 10 minute conversation, just so you have some interaction with someone every day. Cause obviously if you're not getting that from your work or, and if you live alone, like that could be really tough right now too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing is we do have technology exactly. to connect mm-hmm. um, and we have video video. We, we can see people. <laughs> it's yeah. not only just by talking. And I'd also encourage to actually talk versus text Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that's not that's you know cutting off more um from really connecting with people but definitely there's video chatting and all and you know skype zoom whatever um so so many ways we can connect now without actually physically being with that person so i think we definitely need to take advantage of that exactly yeah so try to set up maybe more and like you know before you would just call your friend here and there randomly but maybe if you just set a more regular scheduled time to do that that probably can ease your anxiety about like oh no like when's the next time i'm going to like hang out with someone or talk to someone so having that like more regularly scheduled is probably helpful right yeah. And I think getting outside, you know, yeah. um, I know in Chicago, <laughs> if you're not in Chicago, but unfortunately they had to close the lakefront <laughs> because everyone was going outside, playing basketball, doing all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. They weren't practicing social distancing. So that was taken away. But, yeah. but if you can, you know, trying to go outside and, um, uh, experience, you know, so that you're not feeling so cooped in. Um, I think exercise is really important. Mm Um, you know, not even, not, it doesn't have to be strenuous, but you know, I think that is a mood lifter. What I think is so awesome, which I do every day just about is exercises from who I follow on Instagram. Mm -hmm. There's some, so So many awesome routines to follow and don't need any equipment or, or using household equipment. There's so much online stuff. Yeah. I saw one person doing um, exercises with, for her legs, lifting up the end of a couch with her legs. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought, well, cool. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of innovation Uh, and creativity that you can use to work out at home. (laughs) So we, so really it, it, you know, you, you can do that. And um, 
some, maybe that's even something you could do with the family. Who knows? You know, yeah. it kind of make it fun. Yeah. And I think that transitions perfectly well into what we were saying uh, or what we're going to talk about next, because we just talked about like, Oh, if you live alone, like here's like what you can do and try to connect with people more on the outside. But obviously a lot of us are stuck at home with family members and other people, maybe roommates. So that obviously is a point can be a point of tension as well. If you are used to going out of the house every day for your nine to five job or, you know, you know, you can, you have that opportunity to leave the house a lot more. Mm -hmm. So how can we now work on our relationships and how we communicate with each other when we have to see each other 24 seven, basically? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose, I think it's, you know, definitely communicating to family members, maybe if there needs to be some time taken away or spent Mm -hmm. alone, you know, so that you can actually have that privacy. Um, so negotiating, you know, how that's going to happen in when you're living with maybe more than just another person or, you know, several people. Um, so, um, and I think, you know, this could be a time of really doing family activities together. And there's Mm -hmm. so many, again, examples of games, um, and ideas that you can do with a family. Um, of course, you know, internet at your fingertips, you can look up several things like that. Um, I like the idea too about taking a drive. Mm -hmm. Um, You can just, you know, I've heard many, actually my clients have been saying they've been just getting in the car and driving, you know, they can't go anywhere, (laughs) but they can drive and, you know, you can drive, go out a distance, half an hour, come back, but at least it's some, it's a way of getting out and not staying in the same environment. So Mm -hmm. that can help with maybe, you know, taking turns, taking a drive or right, <laughs> right. family or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, so. um, especially at this time, since we are, I'm sure you're going to ha- you're definitely going to be involved probably with more fights and get it, get on each other's nerves a lot more just because of the nature of being with the same person. So often, um, since we are around the same person so much, this is when we do have to practice more empathy and more kindness and really understand where that person is coming from and how they're feeling because you may be feeling different about the situation than someone else's. Like, I know we just talked about how we're feeling about the situation and it was, mine was different than yours. And so obviously not everyone is dealing with this the same way. Everyone's having their own experience with it. And so really practicing understanding and empathy at this time is very helpful to make sure that you lessen those chances of probably getting into more arguments and communication issues. Yeah, I think too. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, everyone is going to be experiencing it different. So differently. So if let's say one person's experiencing anger and the other one is anxiety, you know, they might clash or cause, you know, even fuel fires, each other's fires. But um, I think the more that you recognize that, um, we all are, we may be experiencing similar emotions, but maybe not all at the same time either, you know? So just as I really preach, especially my practice that all feelings are acceptable, you know, it's not about what we feel. It's about what we do with our feelings, but also recognizing that other people are going to feel differently. And so not, so exactly having empathy for that understanding that, the people we're with may not be 
in the same place we are at the Mm -hmm. moment and uh, being understanding of that. Yeah. And I think definitely like making sure now for sure that you're effectively communicating, like really saying things, um, communicating what exactly how you're feeling. And instead of beating around the bush, you want to be a little more direct about exactly how you're feeling. Right. Right. Yeah. And usually like if we are feeling angry, you know, we might lash out at someone Mm -hmm. and, and yell at them. But if we can actually acknowledge that, okay, you know, I'm feeling really angry right now. <laughs> so I can't, you know, I may scream, I might have to, you know, walk away or, you know, but owning what you're feeling and being mm-hmm. direct about that. And um, so again, yeah, being focused on um, self-aware right. of what you're feeling. Um, so I think, so one of the things that I did with a client, and I think that was kind of helpful is kind of, and maybe this is something you could do with your family members Mm -hmm. is just even making a list of all the different emotions each of you are feeling. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's about acknowledging them and, and, and really looking at, Oh, Oh, I'm feeling this too. And this, and, you know, I think a lot of times that helps us not feel that alone. You know, we start realizing we're all having similar feelings. Right. Um, And so I think that can be a very good exercise and you don't necessarily have to do anything with those feelings. The, mm-hmm. the bottom line is they are there and we can just be a witness to them, but we don't have to necessarily act on them. And if we're more aware that they're actually there and we acknowledge them, then we have a better way of controlling ourselves before we just impulsively react to them. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then I think another good exercise after that is actually making a list of what are we grateful for? Yeah. Because grateful, feeling grateful is a, is something we have to practice Mm -hmm. um, in order to shift our overall focus and make that more of part of our day. Um, So I think actually talking about some of the things you're grateful for because of this whole event. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I mean, some of the things I've been thinking is, you know, okay, at least in this area, uh, mm-hmm. it's getting warmer. So yeah. we are able to go out. It's not the dead of winter, right? Uh, which right. might've been making us feel even more like we're in hibernation and can't mm-hmm. even get out. Yeah. Just technology yeah. because we have the video sessions. And uh, of course we had phones for a long time, but um, you know, all kinds of access to technology and information and, Mm -hmm. um, ways to connect with people. So I think that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and I think like, you know, for me, it's just like recognizing the calmness, uh, when I'm out walking my dog, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there is, there's just, or even driving, there's less, or there's a less of a hastiness. There's, you know, um, it's just, it's just more calm in a way. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, giving you a chance to actually acknowledge or, or kind of reflect on what's really important mm-hmm. in our yeah. lives, you know? Yeah. And I'm, and I, I know this is definitely not something that everyone probably is grateful for, but as I'm an introvert, it is sometimes kind of nice to like have an excuse to not have to go out and do things. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that could be, you know, 50% of the world is happy with that. I think, um, 
Yeah, that's something that I can be grateful for as well. And obviously I'm still making time to connect with people, but it's more on my level of what I want probably. Right. The extroverts curse. (laughs) Yeah. The introverts dream, you know, dream. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. 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 To to an extent. Yeah. Um, and, and lastly, I think one of the things that I kind of think is neat about this is that people are coming up with a lot of creative ways of connecting with people, with others. Um, and so I think it gives us an opportunity to really um, show the human spirit right. and how we can continue to flourish despite, you know, hardship. And yeah. I think that that tends to come out. And I think to me, that's something really, you know, kind of um, cool, heartwarming and um, gives you a sense of optimism and and all that. So, yeah, it makes you look at yeah. people and humanity, I think, in a little bit of a different way. So, right. Cause we have a tendency. Yeah. Yeah. Experience. Cause we, we get, you know, we do get pulled into, especially news is a, a lot of negative and we mm-hmm. um, see all this negative and we see humanity as very negative. And I think these are the times we can see, you know, really the, the heights of humanity and, right. To me, that's that's really awesome. So yeah. it re- renews my belief in the human spirit. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So. Well, I hope that this um, brought a little bit of a different perspective than what you've been hearing from other people. Um, hopefully it helped a little bit too to help you deal with your family and who you're living with and also just other ways to cope with what's going on. Um, But yeah, so thanks for listening to our bonus episode and we'll have our regular episode come out this Friday. And I just hope that everyone stays well, stays safe, and um, we're going to get through this. So take care, everybody. Yes, thank Thank you again for listening to Psyched. You can follow us on Instagram. We're at Psyched Convos. And we're also on Facebook at Psyched Convos. If you could also rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast or share this episode with a friend who may be having a harder time with this, that would be awesome too. And as always, if you have any questions or feedback, please email us. We're at psychedconvos at gmail.com. All right, talk to you guys on Friday.